1: is my beat with Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover. The time comes to Broadway when summer is an early evening. The winds of twilight begin their drifting and in their wake, the leading edge of night. The laughter begins to bubble in the heat-heavy corridors and when laughter is to a boil, doors are opened onto the night And it spills and flows with the currents of this new darkness. And from somewhere a breeze, and the rocket and flare of light, green, blue, scarlet, splashing the faces and shoulders of women heading into nighttime. The midway is opening now, so hurry, hurry, hurry. Tickets are being sold to Carnival. And in an office at headquarters, the listless ending to a day splattered with minor violences. The stapling together of quadruplicate reports on same... The drone of a fan whirring against the remaining wisps of a day's heat. And a detective talking into a phone.
0: then yeah. Yeah, shifting
1: George. it to his other hand, to his yeah. other ear, because it's moist with his sure. skin.
0: Sure, sure, well, well, We'll take care of it.
1: Yeah. That was Georgie. Georgie Beck. Same thing. Yeah, George says he's being followed again. Georgie's in danger, he says. Georgie's upset. Pickpocket with a neurosis. It could ruin him in his business. He called once more, it ruin me and mine. Maybe he's not kidding, Muggler. Now, he got you, Danny? What are you saying? Maybe he's not kidding? First time Georgie called, we spent a man on him. Weeks we spent a man on him. All that was following Georgie was Georgie's own boozy breath. We flee bagged the bar and danced me around again, Georgie. Maybe whoever was following him spotted our man laid off for a while. Now, with our man off Georgie, maybe he started again. I got a theory, too. You can hear it? Sure. You won't laugh. Why should I? Because it's the end of a day, and you're tired, and I'm tired, and I'm going to lay a cliche on you. Nothing's following Georgie the pickpocket. Nothing but his conscience. Nothing i Lieutenant Clover speaking. Maybe now you'll believe, Lieutenant. Maybe now when I'm hurt. Maybe now when I'm sliced you have up. A phone, Mark. Yes. Tell me slow, Georgie. Tell me what's happened. Lieutenant I told Clover's you. Call. Georgie. Hello hello? Georgie? Check records of the detective assigned to follow Georgie Beck. Georgie Beck, a month ago, resident of a hotel on 45th Street off Broadway. Checked out July 5th and moved downtown. Georgie Beck, next resident of rooming house for transients. Checked out in a week. Moved further downtown. Georgie Beck, address, House, Bowery. Then assigned detective pulled off of assignment. So go to last known address. Ask a man who sits out front in a straw hat. and A week ago, friend. he went far away. Haven't seen him since. So leave there. Ride the squad car a couple of blocks east. Find a bar you're looking for. The beer mug painted on the windows of last year's paint and last year's beer. Only the price has been repainted. In accordance with the cost of living indexes published by Bowery barkeepers. Go in. The man you're looking for has three neckties on. Again. Hi, Fanny.
0: I uh sitting at my table, Danny. Oh. don't bother me today, Danny. You want a beer? Uh, I got one.
1: Selling neckties again, Benny?
0: Waiting right for a buyer now, Gerson. He likes hand-painted ones with his name. am like these. So I'm showing him in two colors. The a blue world... The... Beck, where is he? You leave when the buyer comes. Gerson don't like Lord Danny. He breaks out. He...
1: What I can do. Just tell me about Georgie Beck.
0: You believe me if I say I ain't seen Georgie for a
1: You've been away or he...
0: I saw cravats, then from here for the last six weeks. I've been here, Georgie, but the last time I saw him, he wouldn't know. Oh? Yeah, dressed in a white tux jacket, black pants with silk stripes, and a maroon bow-type cravat. Georgie? Georgie Beck. Dressed up like a Roman candle. Dropped in to tell us when and all he was going to the Fourth of July party. And you know where? Grab underneath the table when they tell you. To the Little Georgie to a party on Park Canyon, where all the rocks are. That's Spock. Help me. That's what Georgie said where he was going. Look what you got for a butler, mister. Me. Dressed like this.
1: From the police, Danny Clover, just Dressed I... like
0: this by a Frenchman who thought it suitable to an August night on Park Avenue.
1: This is Vera Lane. Is she here?
0: Mother? My mother? There is what took you whatever... Well, from whatever you were doing and brought you here?
1: Just tell me.
0: In our garden, there is a pool. In the pool, there was goldfish. By the side of the pool, there was a woman with a crystal glass of black velvet in one hand and a box of fish food in the other. That is my mother. You know Black Velvet?
1: Take me to it, please.
0: Black Velvet or Champagne and Stout. Sometimes when the fishies are good, Mother lets them have a sip. Maybe they've been good tonight and you can watch them get loaded. Come on, I'll take you to my mother. Take a good look, Mr. Clover. Because when Mother dies and leaves this place to me, I'm going to die and leave this place for a museum. And through here, the garden food. And my mother. Oh, Lorenzo, poor baby. Wish up to the snack. Mother. Vera. Lorenzo's being naughty body. He won't eat. This is the way with goldfish turn drunkard. Uh, Vera, pay attention.
1: There's a policeman at my side. He wants you.
0: If you've come young man about the parlor. never mind. We haven't seen him for over a month.
1: I came about a man named Georgie Beck.
0: I reported the affair. I even went down to your jail to try to identify the caller. Were you one of the officers who was so kind to me then? No. No.
1: I can see you weren't. Not one of the kind ones.
0: But then what can you possibly want me now?
1: You gave a party about a month ago, the 4th of July. A man named Georgie Beck was there.
0: Was he, Bobby? Was there a man named Georgie Beck? I wouldn't know, Mother. It was your party. All I did was see the day. Mm -hmm. no. No, there was no Georgie Beck. I know no one by that name whom I don't know. I don't entertain.
1: I was told he was here. He told his friends about how he was coming here.
0: But who in the world is Georgie Beck?
1: A pickpocket. A man who's been afraid for his life. A man who's been knifed and is lost somewhere in the city. A man we're looking for so we can help him. So we can arrest his assailant.
0: A pickpocket, see? Yes. Well, then that would explain why he was here, if he was here. Obviously, a crash or come to a party where the fabulous Lane Diamond was being worn. And I wore it here, about my throat. Oh, to think that his fingers might have cut nothing. <laughs> Barbie, the threat stifles me. <laughs> and this policeman, will you take him away from me, please? <laughs> Barbie, your mother's talking to you. Stop that giggling. You heard my mother, Mr. Clover. You'd better go. She doesn't want you to pray around here.
1: <laughs> Walk back through the lavishness of it all and out into the street. And it's night now, summer night on Park Avenue. Stars besotted by elegance marble. and marble. The special vista which includes a gently turning moon in a special colored and cloudless sky. Leave it and back to Broadway, where moon and stars and sky are obscured by other miracles of light, Man-made and metered as to kilowatt hours. And down Broadway to headquarters. And walk briefly the shadowed pavement. And inside... Hey, Danny. Hi, Gino. The reason I got this phone in my hand, I was just calling communications in case you were still in the squad car. Well, put the phone down and tell me. Georgie Beck. Found. Where? Doc Lowell called. He's got Georgie. What are you talking about? As much as I could understand, Doc Lowell, when he called, he said, Georgie Beck. Markerman still here? Yeah. Get him. Tell him to meet me downstairs. Somebody's in there. Try it again. Let's go in, Muggerman. Yeah. There they are. Yeah, both of them fell on their face. Take the doc, Muggerman. Right.
0: Come on, Doc. Get up. Rise and shine, Doc. Come on. Come on. All's drunk again, or still, or yet, or whatever you want to
1: call him. Yeah. The Georgie? Oh. Dead, huh? Dead. Dead. You are listening to Broadway's My Beat. The days are slow on Broadway now. It's summer, and the time clock people go home in sunshine. And twilight is an hour's time to make ready. The fast drink, the fast shower, the quick phone call. Is rockets of color, and the sudden swift rush of riots. So grab a partner and hang on. Night dies quickly. The night was halfway done. Before I was. In the room downtown in the quiet room at the end of a tenement corridor. Death was. Oh God. Oh, come on, Come on, wake up. Uh, That's a boy. Okay, now, on your feet. Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, how are you this evening, Detective Muggerman? And Lieutenant Fuller? <laughs> Your hand, please, Lieutenant. Danny. Who's that, Doc? I tried, Danny. I really did. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Hand me that bottle, please. We want to know what happened here, Doc. I need the bottle. Here. Thanks, Danny. Doesn't mean anything, Danny. Now and then I saw a half full bottle of boo through the window. It's supposed to mean I'm not going to drink anymore. Oh, come on, Lowell. Just tell us what happened, will you? I was looped when he came in. I couldn't help him. I tried. Uh, you remember when that happened before, Danny? You could get any papers? Maybe you need a faucet in your face, Doc. Come on, we got worried in the He's all right. Georgie Beck knocked on my door. He was bleeding. He said he walked two blocks like that. I don't see how he did it. I tried to help him. I guess once I was taught what to do, but I saw the blood and I just ran around the room trying to think what to do. I, I, I got to lie down, man. Sure, I should go ahead. Nothing. Yeah. We'll go into the wagon and technical comes. First thing in the morning, I want you to do something. What? It, it worries me why Georgie Beck was at that party. The Verlaine job? Yeah. What makes us sure he was there? Mother and daughter don't remember. Georgie had a formal outfit on the 4th of July. Get a guest list and check it down. Find out if and why Georgie was there. Okay. You going home? I've got a call to make first. Danny? Come on in, Gino. I've been waiting for you. Since your phone call, I've been helped to skelter gathering material, Danny. And I don't want to seem rude. Uh, about what? It could not this material gathering have waited until morning? Mrs. Tartaglia cannot see her way clear to take material gathering as an excuse for the empty pillow on the left side of the Tartaglia bed. I'll write you a note home, Gino. Now tell me what you've got for me. Nearly what you asked. The record on Georgie Beck. Tell me, man. Roger. In December 1940, Georgie was apprehended in Times Square encumbered with 16 wallets, 15 of which were traced to squalling citizens. Sentenced three to five. Mm. In April 1946, Georgie was apprehended with six wallets. Only six, Danny, he says it was just 12 o'clock noon. No, 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 just tell me about this year, Gino. <clears throat> Roger. This year, no arrest. He was a frequent passer-through at our show-ups, his last appearance being at the early show-up on 23 June. And what else? The last entry into this file, I was just in the process of typing up, Danny. After being a good boy for over a month, Georgie Beck was stabbed to death by assailant or assailants unknown. Hmm. But go home, Gino. It'll wait till tomorrow. Home? You're a strange one. Huh? Yes, you are. Good night, Danny. Then against the flow of an August night, walked the quiet streets of the city time is for the looters of night. Somewhere a stockpile of illusion may have been left unguarded. Somewhere there must be a dream not yet dreamed. A whispering uttered to no one else. A corner of an alley unoccupied. The trash can unsearched. Walk. And be conscious of the night pattern you fulfilled. Drifter, straggler, searcher, derelict. And in the room night ebbs and in its wake sleep on the wall of the room dances the image of a pickpocket in finery sauntering through marble mansions. The new day is headquarters and routine. Hypothesis on the death of Georgie Beck, considered discarded. Then at one o'clock the day is distilled into a phone call from Detective Mugovan. Get here, it says. A man you ought to talk to. Park Avenue, neighbor of Vera Lane, three doors uptown. I'll wait for you. You order the squad car, and you get there. Guy Crail, Danny, one of the guests at the lane party a month ago. Lieutenant Clover, Mr. Crail. I think you two must understand about me. In the morning, I'm irritable. In the morning, repetition bores me. A free translation of Mr. Crail's remark, Danny, is that he's already told me what I want him to tell you. All right, go ahead, Mr. Crail. Oh, perhaps you don't understand. I abhor being repetitious, tautological. Hey, you just go right ahead and be that, Mr. Crail. Now, speak your peace to lieutenant. We won't tell a soul how you are in the morning. Well, for this mercy, thanks. Well, I attended Vera Shindig. I admired the Lane diamond about her wrinkled neck, drank the bubbly, put punk to sparkler, and was relieved of certain of my effects. What? What the gent is saying, Danny, uh, Mr. Crail is saying he was heisted of his wallet at this Park Avenue affair. Georgie Beck? It's well, your companion kept mouthing that name to me. It enchants me. Georgie Beck? What is a Georgie Beck? Do tell me, Lieutenant. A man. A man who was murdered. The pickpocket who we think was at that party with you. Why wasn't the theft reported, Mr. Crail? Well, I had the wish to. The desire to, but I'm a man of little spleen and no backbone. Also a man who must carry quite a bit of money with him. Why didn't you report the theft? Because I was persuaded by Vera to be civilized and make a game of it. (laughs) Game. Amid giggling and jollying and whoosh of Roman candles, we searched each other. The ladies, the ladies, of course. And the men. Well, anyhow, we found my wallet on Johnny, who fled from our derision to some lair or other. Yeah, tell the lieutenant about Johnny, Mr. Crail. You don't know Johnny? Johnny Monday? No, tell me. It'll surprise me. Johnny Monday, juvenile delinquent at 14, criminal at 20. Oh, I do relish this Just economy. tell me. Well, somehow Barbara, that would be Vera's offspring, somehow Barbara upon this Johnny in her wanderings, imposed him on our circle, and one night announced her engagement to him. Miss Lane was in love with him? Well, Barbie's emotions are a wilderness to me. Anyhow, if she had love for him, it must have died the night he thefted my wallet and fled. Hmm. Well, now that you've completely destroyed my wallet. We're mind, real hmm. sorry about that. Let's go, Muggleman. Officer Webb? Wait a minute. Oh, you, Lieutenant. I'll give it to you for you. Records on the early show-up run for June 23rd. Begin you get them for me, please? Right away. All yours, Lieutenant. A fine collection of pickpockets, powers, and assorted muggers. Thanks. Oh. oh, sorry. I should have made it clear. This isn't what I want. All you got to do is state your case, Lieutenant. Anything you want, we're here to cooperate. Well, I want to run down on the people who attended the show, up, spectators, the people who came to identify the suspects. Oh, well, that's right here on the back of the file. Oh. This woman was at the show? Uh, take away your finger, Lieutenant. Can we got uh, Vera Lane? That one? Mm-hmm. It's there on the regular Lieutenant. She was here. <laughs> clover. Don't you remember? Who? I was here last night when you were feeding the fish.
0: Yes? Yeah. May in? It'll be a few hours yet before I
1: feed the fish. Let's go in, Mrs. Lane. I want to talk to you.
0: Hmm. You want to see me while you see my daughter? That's not compliment. Bobby, it's that detective who was here last night.
1: Hello, Barbara.
0: Hello. Bye now.
1: I'll tell you when, Barbara. I did the polite thing, Mr. Clover. I
0: greeted you. What do you want? Just come back here. All right. Tell me when to stop. Barbara. Yes, Mother? do start anything. Just listen to the man. You're here for what, Mr. Clover?
1: To tell you about Georgie Beck.
0: That's the man I wrote about in this morning's paper.
1: That's the man I asked you about last night.
0: Well, what happened to him? Mother. Mother, you really... What happened to him? He's dead. You're here for what, Mr. Clover?
1: To gather everything together. I'll tell you why he died.
0: I know why he died. Don't be silly, Bobby. He died because a drunken doctor, a doctor with no license, couldn't do anything
1: for it. That's right. Goes a little further than
0: that. <laughs> now, don't get the vapors, now? Well,
1: Georgie Beck was a little man who thought someone was following. For a while, we put a man on it. Nothing happened. We dropped Georgie.
0: Don't you hear that, Mother? Just listen to the man. Mary a little. But I don't understand this. I don't understand why this is. And you started. don't
1: understand me. Yes, that's right. To dropped Georgie. But then Georgie called. He said he'd been hurt. Then he, or someone else, hung up the phone. Maybe Georgie figured the police would think he was crying wolf. So he went to the only place he knew for help. A drunken ex-medical student.
0: And when you found him, he was dead. Right. Exciting.
1: And the rest but of it... But I don't
0: it. want to hear the rest of it. I don't want to hear anything. You will, though. Won't you, Mr. Clover? You wanted to. Over and over. Over and over. Oh, now. What am I going to do with you? Mr. Clover, did you ever hear a more stupid question in all your life?
1: Georgie was at your 4th of July party, wasn't he?
0: You trying to beat my own stupid questions?
1: Mrs. Lane, tell me about the time you went to the police show. I.
0: Barbara, you're a willful, spiteful girl.
1: I know, I know. I don't know whether you ever saw a prowler or not, Mrs. Lane. That's not important. What's important is that you were at the June twenty third show at the same time Georgie was. And then all of a sudden Georgie had formal clothes, went to your party, started living at a good hotel.
0: Ma hired him. Didn't you, Ma? Mom? Mom, didn't you hire her? Yes. Him? Yes, I did. I'm your mother, and I know what's best for you. She's my mother, and what's best for me is to hire a pickpocket. You know why she did that, Mr. Clover?
1: I know. To pick a man's pocket and plant the wallet on a boy you were engaged to. To discredit him in front of your guests.
0: To make him run away from it. Yes. Yes, I'm your mother. Oh, shut and up! up. And you're my daughter, and you wanted to marry a boy like that. With a record. A criminal with a record. Who's going to marry me now, Mother?
1: You can Georgie get back, didn't you, Barbara?
0: After the party... After what happened... After what happened, Johnny came back. Johnny Monday, Mr. Clover. My love. the boy I'm never going to marry. He came back. He called me the next morning and I met him. You never knew that, Mother. No, I didn't. I don't know anything about you. I don't know what kind of child you are. I met Johnny, Mr. Clover. He told me he recognized that man at the party. That Georgia Beck Knew what he was. He found him and followed him was going to kill Georgie, but I begged him not to. He told me where Georgie was, and I went there. But I saw a policeman. I waited a long time until there were no more policemen. Then I did what I had to. Sorry, Bobby, to get back at me. When I was was leaving Georgie's room, Mr. Clover, he called over to the phone. He called someone, you, I guess. I watched him for a while, and I took the phone out of his hand and hung up.
1: What happened to your fiancé? Where's Johnny now?
0: I don't know. I gave him money and he went away.
1: Of course he did.
0: Why isn't he here now to help you? Like I am. I'll help you, Bobby. I know what to do. I'm your mother and I know what's best for you. You, you'll be a great help. You wouldn't let me marry the boy I love. Well, who's the son? Ain't a murderer.
1: The night's jury races against the time of dawn on Broadway. It needs those hours to prove itself. Mob and grinning faces, hawkers, and high heels clack, and a voice that whispers. But hurry, time is a race, and night lasts only so long. It's Broadway, the godliest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world. Broadway,
0: my beat.